All right. Well, welcome into the Classic Series Redrive. Mark Hostetler here in my home in Burlington, Michigan. Uh, joining us today is Brenda Bowling, the Executive Secretary from Rock, Rockvale, Tennessee, and also Logan Reinhold in the Reinhold Tack and Western Wear Studios in Waterloo, Indiana. Uh, beautiful summer day here in Michigan today. Brenda, how's everything in Tennessee? Uh, we are hot. It's another high 90s week down here, so we're hot and humid. Yeah, we're supposed to get a lot of hot weather too. Kyle Forsythe, he's on his way to Jordan right now and just supposedly getting to his layover spot there. And uh, from temperatures that I've seen for Jordan, it looks to be a couple days above 100 degrees. So that'll be that'll be nice and toasty. It usually is a little warm in Jordan, but uh, I'm sure they'll have a they'll have a nice show anyway. Yeah, Brenda, um, you were back in your home state there over the weekend from what I hear in Genesee County and uh, judged a fair there. How was, uh, how was that turnout? Um, they had a great show there in Batavia. Um, two days of sixes, two days of youth carts. Um, there were 11 in the sixes and I think 12 or 13 in the youth carts um, ended up being both beautiful days. Um, so it's it's great what Mark and Jocelyn have done with that show for years and years. They would be you know lucky if they had three or four sixes to so to see it grow now where they're at capacity with the barns and they even bring in an overflow tent. It's it's really great to see that show thriving. Cool, and uh, Saratoga County Fair was just before that, and I, from my understanding, is a few went to Saratoga then. Uh, went on over into Genesee County there in Batavia, uh, the Berries hometown fair there. And, well, that's great. We were at the TLA Classic the weekend before, and they also had a tremendous show. Uh, I believe there were 17 sixes there, 18, something like that. And the youth turnout was just excellent. They, were, they had so many kids. They ended up splitting it into um, a senior and then like a peewee, but it really wasn't a peewee. It was just a junior and a senior. And, I believe there was 13 in the senior division and 11 in the junior, something like that, but just a great turnout of kids and uh, spectators was packed there on Saturday night for the TLA cup. And uh, it was kind of funny. It was raining and they do the panel judging there on, on the Saturday show. And the last heat had just lined up and I mean, the monsoon came and it, it just poured down rain for probably a good 45 minutes or so. And so they delayed the show for about an hour and then got back going with, oh, they have a TLA graduate class there. If you bought a horse with Topeka sale, you come in for 10,000 in prize money. There's so was a big class. And then after that, um, I believe there was another class after, oh, no, there was a, the senior kids drove uh, the youth cart and then it was a TLA graduate class. So, but yeah, they had an excellent show and Rick and Andrew do a great job. Great job there as well. But yeah, shows are in full swing. Uh, points are being accumulated, not just by the sixes, but by the kids and the carts as well. And um, what else? Um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Brenda, if you have some news for the members. And So just our typical reminders, um, members, um, just a reminder that if you're going to compete in a show, please make sure that you are registered as a member for that specific uh, membership type, whether you're showing in a, a youth car, classic car, or the six um, shows. If you can make sure that as you receive entries that all of those folks are entered and have current memberships, um, always happy to verify whether somebody has a membership or not. You can certainly send those my way and I can, you know, do a cross-reference for your list. Um, show reminders, August 15th is the deadline for fall shows to get registered. With the Youth Scholarship Committee, um, that committee has been working hard and, and kind of doing a great job. Um, they have awarded $15,000 again this year. Um, it's going to go out to 15 different kids that submitted applications. Um, so that's exciting to, to be reinvesting in the industry and getting 
um, supporting these kids as they kind of broaden their education and move forward with job opportunities. Um, the youth committee, again, is doing the coffee. I don't know, Mark, if you received your your coffee yet to, to give it a test try or not. Yeah, I tell you what, talk about the coffee. Um, oh, my family was here for dinner on Friday night. And, oh, I have a couple brother-in-laws and uh, brothers that are big coffee drinkers. And and they were like, where's this coffee come from? They thought it was great. And I, I liked it, too. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I said, I never thought I'd be on a coffee bag. And when I got when, when I got my first bag of coffee, I sent a picture to Allie Hussey because me and her on there. I'm like, did you ever think you'd be on a coffee bag? And she's yeah. like, no, never. But no, it's great. It's really good coffee. Excellent. Yep. Um, so we've got the coffee available on drive6.com. There's a link to uh, Classic Series merchandise as well. Um, so things are in high gear this year. It's a, it's a really busy time of year. I know folks either reach out to you or other board members probably daily and say, you know, what's going on with the points. So shows, if you can get those in as quickly as possible so that we can get those confirmed, um, but just a, a real, real busy time of year. Yeah, for sure. Um, that leads us to the next, uh, you know, the upcoming shows. Like you said, Brenda, I mean, it is getting really busy this weekend. We had mentioned, you know, up in Jordan there at the Scott County Fair, July 26th and 30th. You know, they have the Open Six, a Mayor Six, and a Champion Six, a Junior and a Senior Youth Cart, a Classic Cart uh, coming up here this weekend. Uh, Porter County Fair in Valparaiso, Indiana, the Wilcoxes help run that. They have a, a Six and a Youth Cart uh, July 29th. Uh, the Mississippi Valley Fair in Davenport, Iowa. It's a it's a Belgian show. They have a six for the the mares and a six for the geldings there on August first to the sixth. Um, the Ohio State Fair draft horse and pony show coming up in Columbus there at the Ohio State Fairgrounds August first to the fourth. They offer you know the Persian Belgian and Clyde youth carts. They have a big uh, Buckeye Battle of the Breeds classic cart open. Open six is in, uh, you know, the Pertrina Belgians and the Clydes. And the, this year there's something different. They have the Queen's Cup, uh, registered mare, six horse hitch class, where I believe all the registered mares can go in for for a big, uh, big class there. And they also have the Governor's Cup, uh, the big uh, open six horse hitch. And then they also, they're, they're a halter series show as well. So if anybody still wants to get their halter horses entered, for the for the summer shows to try to get some points to make the finals make sure you get that done here as soon as possible before the ohio state fair starts that would be great make it much easier on brenda uh also coming up we have the wisconsin state fair august 3rd through the 13th um they offer you know they have the big clyde show the open six the mayor six and the elite six for the clydes and they also have a you know the open belgian pertrin six uh belgian pertrin mayor six then an elite belgian pertrin six youth cart and uh, they also have, well, they have a youth cart for the Clydes and the Belgian and Pertrins. So big show there in Wisconsin. The Essa National Draft Horse Show in Thornton, Ontario. Beth Palmer runs that. Uh, they have done an outstanding job with the, with the Essa show up there, make, making it a premier show in Ontario there. They have the youth cart, uh, the, the open six. And they all, they're also a, um, a halter series uh, qualifier as well. Uh, up there in uh, Essa National, that's from August 5th and 6th. The Howard County Fair Draft Horse Horse Show in Howard County. Um, they offer a classic cart and a youth cart. And that is in Maryland. Lake County Fair in Crown Point, Indiana. Cool show under the lights. You show August 9th and 10th there. They have a junior cart class and a and the uh, six-horse hitch class. Uh, the Indiana State Fair uh, starts August the 9th, runs through the 20th. Of course, that's a halter show as well. You know, then they have all kinds of sixes there, combined Perch and Clyde six and your Belgian mare, Belgian gelding and Belgian combined six. A whole bunch of classes there, a bunch of youth car classes there as well. Iowa State Fair, the Iowa State Fairgrounds, August 10th through the 20th. Um, that's once again, they offer three six horse hitches on each weekend for the Belgians and the Pertrins. That is also a halter qualifying show and also youth carts uh, will be point qualifiers as well. 
So, yeah, we have a whole bunch of shows coming up. We had a bunch of county fairs, and now it's turning into the, coming into the state fair time. Um, just just a whole bunch more on the schedule coming up here, Brenda. So you're going to have your work cut out, I know, with all them points flying in. And, and um, just kind of take a deep breath and take her easy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you bring up a good point, though, about the, the halter. Um, you know, as we're trying to grow that series, we're more lenient. So we are still accepting new memberships and new horses getting registered. But for shows, too, it's not too late to um, become a, a halter series qualifier this year. Um, we'd like to continue to grow that program. So if anybody, you know, the requirements are pretty um easy to me, I think. You just have to have 10 breed-specific classes and pay out through fifth place. Um, so if anybody wants to get that added, it's not too late to do that either. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty. I don't know. I'm sure we missed something, but uh, it's the busy time of the year, and <clears throat> everybody seems it's busy traveling, trucking up and down the roads, and safe, travel, safe travels to everybody, and this episode here on episode 72, <clears throat> excuse me, is an interesting one. We sat down with Josh Mitchell, Kyle and I did, and uh, had a good conversation on how he got started in uh, basically volunteering at his neighbor's farm with some horses to, you know, be promoted to where he is now. Just a, just a hard worker and just a great guy. And, you know, between him and his wife, Laura and Bob Funk have just done a super job of promoting the classic series and the finals and getting more people involved and just the outreach on TV and everything. They've just done a ton of, a ton of inside work that I don't think anybody realizes on how hard they work at it. Um, hope everybody enjoys this episode number 72 with Josh and we'll uh, see you guys down the road. We would like to thank Ship Shawana Harness and Supply in Ship Shawana, Indiana. Mr. Bob Schrock, if you're looking for products for the show ring or at the farm from A to Z, anything you need, horse nutrition, tack, you name it, make sure you check them out, shipshawanaharness.com, follow them on Facebook, or visit their shop in beautiful Ship Shawana, Amish country, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 4 p.m., and Saturday, 8 a.m. till 12 noon. Call Mr. Bob Schrock, 260 768 7254 for all your draft horse needs. We're joined today by Mr. Josh Minchel in the Reinhold Tack and Western Wear Studio. Kyle Forsyth in Manan, Idaho, and Mark Hostetler in his car. Well, we're really excited to no. uh, uh, have you in studio here, Josh. Uh, manager uh, what's your title at express Ranch oh Bertrand's i Press. yeah it's kind of changed uh, we uh we say general manager of horse operations now because it used to be just clydesdales not anymore right so we got josh minchel the general manager of horse operations of the express ranches you've been at express let's get let's get the story from the top you've been at express for for how long now well, I, uh, I've been there 21 years now. I started in January of '02, uh, just right out of high school. So, um, it honestly, it feels like an extended weekend. It went by so fast, but yep, 21 years. Man, you're rivaling like Randy Robertson at Stony Lake and Jason at Hammersmith, and you're one of the yep. longer tenured employees yep i plan to stay there as long as i can i love it so as long as so they'll you, keep you, me and we're so let's start right from the beginning josh did you growing up as a kid did did your family have horses growing up or did you just um kind of grow into liking them yeah it's kind of one of those unique stories my family never had horses <laughs> Uh, we had a dog and a cat and maybe a fish a time or two, but, um, never had horses. Didn't really know much about them. I, I still remember the exact day that it all kind of took place and started. Um, we were moving into a new house when I was about eight, eight, maybe almost nine years old. And, uh, my dad was 
over there kind of remodeling it before we moved in. And he came home one night and he said, Hey, I met our new neighbor and, uh, she's got horses. And he said, uh, want you to get, I, I was kind of into horses because a friend of mine liked horses. So I was kind of learning about them. And you know, when you're that age, you kind of, you kind of bounce around from, you know, this thing or that thing, football. And one day it's basketball and, what it happened to be horses. I liked horses. So he was like, you'll never guess what kind of horses she had. So I went through all the types of horses, all the breeds that I knew of. And he's like, nope, nope. And he said, they're Belgian horses. And I said, what? I don't, I've never heard of them. So looked them up and, and, uh, I was kind of intrigued by it. Um, we ended up moving into that house that year and I went up and I, my dad told me you should, you know, offer to work for her and see if she'll, you know, teach you to ride horses. So she had Arabians and Belgians. And so we traded, we made an agreement and I cleaned her stalls for free and she would teach me to ride horses. Um, so that went on for about a year and she invited me to go to a draft horse show. Um, it was in Monroe, Washington. It used to be called the Extravaganza. In fact, I think they still have it. Um, so she took me to the draft horse show and I just fell in love with the draft horses. Like I, I was, I was done with the riding part of it. And I was like, this, this is, this is my deal. I like it a lot. So that's kind of how it all started. And then, um, I worked for her for a couple of years. She just showed halter horses and ended up, uh, kind of falling in love with the hitch side of it. Um, Schaefer's Belgians. Uh, were there at the show uh, the second year that I went and they kind of took me under their wing and, and let me help them hitch the horses and stuff. And I just, I was enthralled by that. I thought it was so cool. Um, so then the third year I ended up uh, getting hooked up with Kenny and Jody Fromm with Stony Ridge Belgians uh, at the age of 11 and ended up working with them and helping them until uh, I went to Express. I remember they, they seeing had a Bel- Belgian hitch as well. What's that? They had a Belgian hitch as well. Yep, they had a Belgian hitch. Yep. Yeah. I remember going against you, Josh. I was, I was probably thirteen or fourteen. You were probably fifteen or sixteen in the youth cart class at the Calgary Stampede when Fromms were there showing. Oh yeah, yep. I believe. You won, and I was probably, I don't know. I probably got like a brown ribbon or something like that <laughs> color. But No, that was that was uh, another turning point for me. That's where I, I met Bob Funk and the guys at Express, Donnie Langill. And um, that's kind of where it all started as far as my career with Express. Uh, I remember I was a, I was a stone cold. Belgian guy, you know, I just did not like any other breed. And, uh, I remember meeting Bob and he, he said, uh, we'll have to get you to come work for the good side one day. And I was like, after he left, I told my boss at the time, I said, no, I'll never show Clydesdales. I'll never show Clydesdales. I'm, I'm a Belgian guy, but I was, I was 16 years old, naive. And I, I didn't realize that you eventually had to get paid for your work. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you met Express. Uh, they they offered you a, a job. Uh, you met them in Denver. That's when you started. Well, I yeah, I started in Denver. Well, it kind of started um, before Calgary was kind of a big deal for us to go to. We were just a you know a small time hitch trying to do big things, and we went, it was a big deal to travel all the way up to Calgary. Um, and before we left, like the week before we left, my, my grandma, uh, we had a family get together or something. And my grandma said, Hey, uh, your, your cousin is going to be up at Calgary showing his hitch of horses. And I said, my cousin has a hitch of horses and you never told me about this. Like what, (laughs) what's the deal? (laughs) Um, she's like, yeah, I think they're called Express something. And I was like, 
Grandma, I know Express. I I see him in the Draft Horse Journal all the time. I was like, are you kidding me? That's my cousin? She's like, yeah, your third cousin. It was my grandma's first cousin is Bob. So so that's how I met Bob. I I went to the Calgary Stampede, and I kind of looked him up, even though I knew I was never going to show Clyde Sills. And um, I wanted to meet him, and he wasn't in town yet, and I think... One of the guys, I think I'd talked to Bill Ollie, and he said, oh, I'll send him over when he gets here. So he came over and introduced himself to me, and that's when he said, one day you could come work for us. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And uh, so the following year was the next time I think you and I spent time around each other. I went to Brandon, Manitoba for the um, winter show and with Sam Badgett. Uh, just kind of helping him for a little while. And uh, that's when they offered me a job. And I was like, I was 16 still. I was like, uh, I'm still in high school. My mom's never going to let me, you know, leave. So I homeschooled at the time. So I buckled down the whole next summer and did school all through the summer, skipped out on a lot of fun stuff. And (laughs) got three years done in one. Yeah, I mean, I was... (laughs) I I was doing school. I didn't learn a thing. I was doing it so fast. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I'm gonna buckle down. I'm. I think I. I think I want to do this. So, um, the following year, actually, Express was out in uh, Monroe, Washington, and I was helping another hitch uh, there, and was talking with with Donnie and and uh, Justin Shaw and. We were talking about me, the possibility of me coming out to Express for a short time. I think they, they were like, "Yeah, well, you can come out for a month," and you know they wanted to get to know me before they committed to me for sure. But so I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get my schoolwork done in December, so I could probably leave in January." And uh, left. I was 17 years old and flew into uh, the Denver Stock Show um, that January and. And started working for them and, and never left. So I guess I'd, I guess they liked me enough to keep me. Ladies and gentlemen, for all your carriage needs, look no further than Twisted Like Carriages. We offer a fully customizable shop with over 300 color options to choose from and many accessories to complement your perfect rig. By being the exclusive agent for Coyotex Carriages in North America, we can help you achieve all your carriage goals. Now available, containers direct to Canada and the U.S., along with new and used in-stock carriages and many parts to keep your carriage rolling smoothly. For more information or to let us help you design your new carriage, call Rex Mann at 405-326-5623 or visit our website at twistedluck.com. With Twisted Light Carriages, the sky is the limit. And at that time, Josh Express, they they didn't show all that much, did they? It was just more parades and stuff, is that right? Yeah, they kind of tricked me into that because I like showing horses, and I I didn't know that they weren't showing at the time. In fact, they had just... uh, they had just sold their whole show hitch to Stan White out of Texas. And uh, so I didn't know that when I went to go work for him. I may may have never went, so it was a good thing I didn't know. Um, but, yeah, I got there, and they're like, yeah, we're just doing parades and exhibitions now. We kind of did the show thing, and and uh, we're not going to do that in the foreseeable future, you know. So um, I was like, okay, you know. And so that's kind of what, what we did mostly for the first three years I was at Express was just parades and exhibitions traveling across the country uh, doing that. Got to give a shout out to Justin, too. Uh, he was a little butt sore when you said about Donnie teaching you how to drive and hold the lines yeah. and stuff. And yeah. We talked he's... about that after. Justin really took me <laughs> under his wing when I came to Express. I I honestly, well, he, he was, he taught me how to shoe and, uh, I spent a lot of time training horses and driving with Justin. He, I lived in his house with them. I mean, 
So yeah, yeah he was uh, he was instrumental in in teaching me a lot of things when I got there. Avid podcast listener too. So shout out to yeah. Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're at Express working with the Clydes. Uh, you meet Laura. Uh, what year was that? And tell us a little bit about your family now. Yeah, so uh, three years into it, Donnie Langell, uh, you know, left Express and gave me a, a good recommendation of like that told Bob that he thought I, I could, you know, manage. And I I think uh, a lot of people thought he was crazy. I was only 20 years old at the time. So took over management and did a lot of things the wrong way throughout the years and had to had to learn on the go. But um, so I was doing that, just kind of head down, doing my work, trying to, you know, make a name for myself. And Bob told me at the time we, we started showing again. Um, cause when I took over, he asked how important that was for me. And I said, you know, I really like doing it. And so he said, well, pick a handful of shows and go to them. You know, I'd like to keep some good horses anyway, so might as well have good enough horses to show and if you like doing it but he said it really doesn't matter to me right now um so we started showing a little bit but our primary focus was parades and exhibitions we were traveling like 250 days out of the year doing parades and exhibitions so we really didn't have a lot of time for competitions at the time so i was doing that and not really thinking about girls a whole lot (laughs) And then one day Laura walked into the barn. I was shoeing a horse. I think she was she was hired to do some uh, merchandise stuff for Express, and she walked in because uh, her boss was late or something, centered up to the Clydesdale barn. And I I was just shoeing, and I kind of dropped what I was doing because I saw her walk in and took her for a really extended, nice tour around the barn and got to know her a little bit and. Uh, so we met, that was, that was in February of 07 and we got married in September of 07. So I'll never forget. Fast. It was, uh, early March, 2007. We, you and I drove together to pick up a load of horses in Manitoba and Saskatchewan. Yeah. I was in Missouri at the time at John King's and on the drive up there, you said, I think I met my w- future wife last week. And I was like, oh, yeah, really? Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, this guy's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the wedding invitation came along in uh, August that they were getting married. Uh, damn, he wasn't joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, she had a boyfriend at the time, and I, I um, you know, was trying to get to know her and stuff. She's like, I can't get to know you. Um, because I've got a boyfriend, she's like, but I've been with him for like a year and a half and I see no commitment in the future. So maybe I'll break up with him and go on a date with you. So I, in my mind, I was like, okay, if I don't commit soon, she's going to do the same with me. So I was like, well, (laughs) I know right now, so I'm getting it done. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to you asked uh, asked us to help you or help out a little bit at the wedding. It was pretty cool. The I think it was a, was it a six or an eight hook to the stage? It was coach? a six. Yeah, it was uh, a six. Yeah, yep. yeah. You and you and Donnie and Bill Ollie and oh, I can't remember Ryan Hardy. I think was there and all helped out and hooked the six. Don, Donnie drove the six in for the wedding, and then at the end of the wedding, I drove them out with Laura. So it was pretty, it was pretty cool experience. Actually one of my favorite six horse edge experiences for sure. So along with Laura, you, you gained a Dayana. Yep. Yep. She had Dayana from a previous marriage. She was three years old at the time and hated animals. I mean, just hated them. I remember our first date, she came in the barn and just screamed and cried and wanted nothing to do with them. And uh, it didn't take long before horses were everything to her. In fact, she it's still 
everything to her. She has like almost as many horses as Bob does on the ranch, I think right now. So, so yeah, she, uh, she came in the picture and then we kind of, we were traveling so much that we, we didn't want to have kids right away. And a few years later, I guess in 2011, we had our first son together, uh, Rylan. And then two years later we had Jack. Um, so yep. Family of five. We've last few years, we've had a, a foster baby, um, that we took care of kind of through the pandemic. Um, but now he's gone back with his parents. So, um, yeah. Yep. You just don't get to stay in contact, some contact with Yeah, him. in fact, well, I, I say he went back with his parents. He did, but they're having another baby uh, the, this month. So we took him for the month. So he's traveling with us for the month of June. So get to have him back, and we go to church with them and babysit him every once in a while. So we have a real great relationship. So he's not he's not out of the family. In fact, he still calls us mom and dad, and, um, and they're— totally cool with that so it's a it's a great thing it was pretty much ideal it, it, as far as fostering so yep so take us through the years following uh you did the parade hitch showed some a lot of success with both um what year was it you made the switch to the pertrans yeah so we we started competing a little bit more as bob kind of um, slowed down on the company side. He was able to travel with us more and go to more of the shows and he started getting excited. He's very competitive. Um, so once he was able to get to the shows and see them and be part of it, he, he wanted to do more of it. Um, so we started competing more with the Clyde sales. We ended up, uh, the, for the last five years of just the Clyde sales, we, pretty much had two hitches. We had the parade hitch and the, and the show hitch. And a lot of times we're traveling simultaneously, uh, with them. Um, so we were putting more effort into competing at the time. And, and, uh, Bob would always say, ah, can't get past those Pertrons. We can't get past those Pertrons and the Belgians and stuff. And it was getting harder and harder for us to find good, uh, black Clydesdales to go in the the competitive hitch, um, in fact, really hard. Uh, just the the sheer numbers. It was just it, it was um, hard enough to compete against Pertrans and Belgians, which was fine. Um, but it was just getting hard to find horses. Period. Summit Professional Services, a marketing team that specializes in all things equine. The Summit team is a full-service media and designing firm that offers the absolute top quality and design to the equine industry. The Summit team is excited to announce their new and upcoming website that will allow you to view, purchase, and download photos and videos, all from the tip of your fingers. Interested in promoting your farm or getting an on-farm shoot of your horses or products? Now is the perfect time to do so. Be sure to look them up. They're on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call Summit Professional Services 260-702-9929 or email them at summitproservices at gmail.com. Once again, their phone number 260-702-9929 or email summitproservices at gmail.com. Um, so I... The Gordy Rizika had his hitch that we had competed against uh, at Calgary Stampede, and and uh, I I guess that was in 07, or I'm sorry, in 2017 we competed against them. Uh, just a really nice hitch of uh, black perch and geldings, and uh, the next summer I had kind of heard that they were going for sale and. And I was just thinking about it and thinking about it a lot. And um, I thought, man, I wonder if Bob would be interested in making the switch on the on the our competitive uh, hitch to the Pertrons. I was like, he always talks about how he would like to beat the Pertrons and stuff. But um, so I just had breakfast with him one morning and kind of pitched an idea and. 
um, kind of had it set up. We, I, uh, had somebody that wanted to buy most of our, uh, show team. And so, uh, it wasn't going to be a huge financial, uh, change or, or risk, but so he's like, I pitched the idea of it and he's like, yeah, in fact, I've been thinking about this for a long time. I'd, I'd like to do it, but I want to keep the Clyde sales, uh, for parade since that's what we started with. And, um, so it was full bore since then with that, that year, uh, that was 2018 and we had the world Clydesdale show coming up that fall. Um, so I kept the, the Clydesdale hitch for the most part. We sold some of them, uh, in the beginning, but for the most part kept the, uh, show hitch together until after the world Clydesdale show, which was just a couple weeks after the world Pertron show. So, that summer, we we got both hitches ready. Cody Woodbury took the uh, Pertrons for us and and fit them. And so our goal was to hit both world shows that fall, and we did that. So um, and then from there on, uh, we were we've just been showing the Pertrons. So, but the co- and you did really well at both too, didn't you? We had yeah, we were super fortunate. We we won. I think the first six. Uh, out of the three with the Pertrons and were second the other two nights to uh, Young Living. So we were we were thrilled to death. And then we went to the Clydesdale show and had a really good show there as well. So it was it was kind of one of those one of those years that you don't want to do again but is a really good memory. It was it was a lot of work. A lot of work. So Talk about talk a little bit about your staff you have there. I know some of those guys have been with you for a long time. Talk about a little bit of some of the workers you got on the farm there at home every day. Yeah, um, we we just have a really good team of guys and couldn't do it without. I mean, we have a lot going on. We've got the we've got the barn open to the public uh, five days out of the week. Also doing special events in the hayloft and um, doing big tours almost every day. Um, so we have a couple of girls that work in the barn full time with the gift shop and the tours and everything. Uh, one of which is my sister Tabitha that has been working with me. I think she came, she came to Oklahoma and started working for Bob a couple years after I did. And on the uh, landscape side of the ranch and then started working for, for me at the barn, um, a couple of years after that. So she's been with me like 15, 16 years working at the barn. Uh, so she pretty much manages the, the, we call it the, the Clydesdale barn now that we do all the, um, public stuff in, um, the tours and the special events and all that. Um, so she's, she just done a great job. She works, uh, like, if if I don't make her take a day off, she's working every day. Um, so she does a great job on that side. And then um, Lauren Mast has been with me about seven years, um, and Garrett came on about the same time. Garrett Bovard. Um, so they've been with me a long time. Garrett's been kind of heading up the. While Lauren and I go to a lot of the shows, Garrett the last couple of years has been taking the Clydesdale hitch out and doing all the parades and exhibitions and. And getting some driving experience and and uh, managing experience, kind of managing that side of of the horse deal. And uh, Lauren has been mostly coming to the shows with me this year. They're gonna. They're, the, Garrett just had a baby, and Lauren's married now, so you know they got to get home a little bit. So they're gonna rotate out a little bit this summer. But those two guys do a great job, and then. Uh, Jalen Hirschberger has been with us for a couple of years now and, um, showing youth for us, but kind of, kind of in the same position when I came on, I came on really young and, and, uh, got to show youth and stuff like that. So it, it's a really good fit. We've got, uh, really good mesh of employees there right now that I um, seen actually a Facebook official Jalen is, uh, yeah. Dating. Dayana, or what's yeah. going on there? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Do we have to uh, edit that out, Josh? Or are we gonna have Logan? Oh, no, if you out? want to, I'm not. I'm not ashamed by that it. Sounds, at all. That sounds a little awkward <laughs> there. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, they're dating, and we're out of town right now, and they're not supposed to, you know, be hanging out at the house by themselves. So let's make sure they're not. I got a lot of people keeping the- an eye on them. So, <laughs> one of those nanny cams set up. Right. If you're listening to this, kids, make sure you check all the teddy bears <laughs> on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have more? Do you have more employees you need to get through, Josh? Uh, well, we have um, shout outs. Yeah, I I should I should mention all of them. Uh, Libby helps Tabitha in the barn, and then also uh, about a year and a half ago, my brother or. Er, I guess two years ago, um, my parents moved out to uh, Oklahoma from Washington State, and my brother, my youngest brother, came with them. Um, quite a bit younger than me. He's I was uh, eighteen when he was born, so yeah, he's twenty years old, and uh, started working for me a couple years ago, and uh, been traveling with Garrett with the Clyde Sales mostly, and then and working at home at the barn, and then. Also, Jared Bills, he, he kind of, he's kind of an all around guy. He takes care of, takes care of maintenance around the barn and keeping up on all the things while we're gone because, you know, it's, it's hard to stay on top of the infrastructure and all the things that are also always breaking and falling apart. So Jared does a really good job, um, keeping that and, and keeping all the feed and things stocked up. So everybody kind of has their role and everybody just, you know, they blend well together. I'm just, I'm, I'm super fortunate to have every one of them for sure. Plan ahead for the Young Living Fall Festival and Draft Horse Show at the Young Living Lavender Farm and Distillery in Mona, Utah, September 24th through the 26th. This beloved tradition for both locals and visitors is a family-friendly way to settle into the fall season. Not only do these three days offer nonstop fun like jousting, pony rides, two exclusive concerts, and two PRCA rodeos, but as you tour the farm, you'll also get an insider's look at the Seed to seal quality commitment that sets Young Living apart and guarantees the premium essential oil Young Living is known for. The festival celebrated Draft Horse Show will host 18 of the top pitches from around the country driven by expert teamsters. These gentle giants will demand your attention with power and pure majesty. There's so much to do and see at the Fall Festival and Draft Horse Show, so come explore, discover, and make some memories with your family. Laura and I are just kind of a team that work together. So I kind of most of the time consider us like one unit, but Laura takes care of, uh, um, all the administration stuff since, uh, we stopped working directly for the national company. And we used to have two people full time at, uh, the national headquarters that would do all the booking and, um, booking the Clydesdale events and, uh, organizing hotels and layovers and all of that stuff. And uh, since we haven't been working with them the last, uh, I guess, five years, uh, Laura took that over. So she's been, she works in the office nonstop. And if it's not in the office, it's in the truck on her laptop, you know, while we're traveling to events. And um, But organizing all the, every event, every horse show, doing entries. So she's Pretty well. She's supposed to be part time in the office, but it's more like full time and a half for her on that side of things. So, yeah. So everybody, That's, like I said, everybody has a role and it works well. And it seems like a lot of people, but most of the time we're all wore out and think that there's not enough people to to be doing it. But honestly, yeah. like her, her and I are just like constantly. Uh, it we're constantly talking through things. She's like. Okay, where do you want to go? When when do you want to go? And this and that and who's going? And so I I I get the easy part. I get to speak it, but she makes it all happen. Um so I my time is kind of split between in the barn. I like to be in the barn, you know, shoeing horses and and driving and all of that with Lauren and Garrett and all those guys, but um there's there a lot of times I got to 
take a break from that and go in and, uh, you know, work through all the administration stuff with Laura. So, um, we work the most together, which is sometimes difficult, but most of the time I would, wouldn't want anybody else to do it. So she threatens to quit me and I'm, I'm like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> so she's like, well, if you don't shape up, I'm going to quit. But so, yeah. Mark and I have often said that we need to have an episode with Marsha and Kaylee just so they have an opportunity just to rip us for. Yeah. Oh, you can put Laura in there too. Just a 45 minute episode (laughs) of just ripping all of us because of, I mean, they're taking care of the kids, the laundry, the, all the book work, the, I mean, it's on and on and on and on and helping in the barn. And it's like, yeah, they, Oh yeah. We're pretty much worthless. Yeah, pretty much. We definitely don't give them enough credit. Yeah. For sure. Oh. So part of part of being a, a six horse hitch driver and and everything is getting your CDL. Talk a little bit about some of those experiences, Josh. Your first trip with the semi. Oh yeah, we were we were we broke down on the side of the road a couple weeks ago, uh, coming home from Grand Junction, and I was actually telling stories of all the times that I broke down or did this or that but um yeah i when i took over management i was 20 years old so i wasn't even old enough to have my cdl so bob always likes to joke that you know he wasn't he had to hire somebody to drive him around because he wasn't old enough to to do it which is true i literally had to hire truck drivers to drive (laughs) me around so on my 21st birthday i got my cdl and uh when i had started managing for Bob, he said, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Just tell me about them, uh, when they happen and we'll work through them. Well, I think it was like one of my first trips, um, a car got in my blind spot and I went to go change lanes and put the, put the, um, lug nuts into the door of a car and just made a perfect circle in their door and I had to pull over on the side of the road. And I, I called Bob. I was like, yeah, you remember those mistakes you said I was going to have? I I had one. <laughs> so that was like one of my first trips. But that was like, man, I've traveled so many thousands of miles back and forth across the country and in Canada and ran out of fuel and had to siphon fuel, you know, with a hose and all of all of these things. I was I was with you one time when we ran out of fuel. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sucks when you get a mouthful of diesel, that's for sure. It really sucks. As long as you get the truck shut off before it right quits. When it right quits, then all of a sudden you got to pump it. and yep. You almost need to have a can of ether to get the thing to fire once. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, it's good memories. Good good memories all over all over the country. And got to see a lot of, lot of different things and be a part of a lot of cool cool events and parades and stuff but what yeah. about new roads louisiana when the police escorted oh my you gosh yeah escorted you out in a little different how situation. did you hear about that yeah yeah give that, us the story yeah i don't that, know the story i just texted some people and i'm like give me a ask josh about the time deal oh and- man that was horrible <laughs> that was that was the worst thing so we show up to new roads louisiana it's just uh north of baton rouge and the town is so excited to have us. We're there for two parades, and um, there's two parades back-to-back. Um, and literally, we pull into town, and there's a police escort waiting for us. And they bring us into town and bring us to our our spot where we're keeping the horses and everything and get us all set up, like put us in this big fancy house to stay in for the crew and it it was a lot of fun. So, so you got the royal treatment. <laughs> royal treatment coming in. And then so there's two parades and they pull us they they were like we want you to park at the cemetery across from the Catholic church and they were like we just poured a you know a concrete road going in and we want you to pull on it. Well, the road literally goes straight in and nowhere else. It like tees at the end. I was like, I'm not going to be able to turn around in here unless I go on the grass. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. Just pull, pull around on the grass and whatever. Well, we the first thing that went wrong was we pull in onto their brand new concrete road and the concrete just starts cracking as soon as we pulled on. So we're like breaking up the concrete and literally they this is in a cemetery cemetery. Yeah. So that was, that was the bad thing. So I'm like, quick, get off the road. And we get out onto the road and park in the grass. And we were like, okay, we'll just hitch up here and we'll stay off the concrete as much as we can. And, just drive out as quick as possible when we're done with the parade. So we'd go and do the first parade and there's like an hour in between the parades. So we're staging. We just leave the horses hitched up to go do pretty much the same parade route again. And in the meantime, it starts pouring down rain. I mean, just like rained probably like four inches in an hour. It was a lot of rain. So we like, we just like close it up. We uh, close up all the curtains on the stagecoach and just like trot back to the cemetery and just we're like, screw the second parade. We're just, you know, getting put away. So we get back to the semi and it's like sunk about a foot. Like the, the trailer and the truck are sunk a foot in the grass. And we could we load everything up and tried to get out but we just dug a bigger hole and so we had to get a a wrecker to come in and he had to park <laughs> on the concrete and uh you know they put their arms down to brace it to pull us out they pull us out <laughs> sideways like the whole semi truck and trailer sideways so there's like huge ruts through the beautiful grass <laughs> And meanwhile, the the concrete is like crushing underneath this truck, and it's like broke into a million pieces. And we just totally destroyed the cemetery. And they were they the literally the cops showed up. They were like, you, the priest of the church came out, and he was yelling at us, and we just couldn't get out of there fast enough. We, I think. It was the most expensive trip we've ever been on. We had to, yeah, they, so we always joke that the cops, you know, escorted us in and escorted us out of town for two different reasons. So it was a bad, it was a bad deal, but there were lots like that. That's just one of them. But, you know, when you spend 250 days on the road, you're going to have a lot of, a lot of interesting stories and a lot of interesting people you've met. So for sure. Yeah. Penwood's Equine Products is a family-owned and operated business that strives to support the growth, performance, and longevity of your equine family with our premium nutrition supplements. We make all of our products with locally sourced ingredients right here in the USA, so you can always be sure you're getting the highest quality. We've always been horse people. Our products were developed to take care of our own horses, and we continue to back our supplements with real-world horse owner experience. We're proud of the results, and we love sharing our generations of equine knowledge to help meet all of your horse's needs. We want to get to know you and your horses, and we're here to help with any questions you have. So reach out to us. You're part of the Penwoods family. You can visit us at penwoods.com, Email us at info at penwoods.com or follow us on social media. But there was also some rewarding experiences from that being on the road, like the people you meet and some of those events you do for, um, you know, Children's Miracle Network and all that stuff. I, I always thought some of that stuff was pretty rewarding at the end too, seeing some of the smiles and on those kids' faces when they see those horses and stuff. I always thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, you travel with us uh, quite a bit. And uh, it is. I mean, you you have these really unique opportunities and to meet people and do events. We've done um, the Rose Parade in Pasadena three different times. Uh, the first time we pulled a 70-foot float through it um, that was actually assisted by uh, – motor inside of it because the horses can pull it 
so that was a cool thing. We've done the Macy's Day Parade. We had uh, Prince William and Kate on our stagecoach and numerous other celebrities and different people. So, I mean, I I don't know if I want to travel that much again, but I I appreciate the um, the different experiences that I've had throughout the years and and when when wouldn't do it again differently. I mean, it was awesome. It was great. So staple on the podcast, we need your favorite show. I think we actually got your favorite show maybe in the driver's episode, but you? you can touch on that and then go through a few of your favorite horses of all time. Clyde's Bertrand's whatever Belgians. Um, if you want to go Belgian, that's good too. Yeah. Give us, give us a few of those and the stories behind them. Yeah, I think we did talk about this. I, I think one of my favorite shows, I, I I couldn't say definitely it's my favorite show ever, but or I'm going to give you two. I think the Calgary Stampede um, and the Royal Winter Fair are two of my favorites. And I think, I think, and we talked about this, it's because of the environment and the atmosphere and the excitement in the ring, you know, just the um the ambiance of of the dark ring and just the lighting and the music and everything. So, I think those are definitely two of my favorites. Um horses, I Belgians, I I have kind of a mural on my wall of a horse named Jack. He was my first cart horse that I ever got to show and and uh showed him in showmanship and cart and team and he was in the six horse hitch, but my boss let me use him in all the youth stuff, which I'd never, I'd never do today, you know? So I, I was pretty fortunate to have him. He was a pretty awesome horse. Um, so Jack, uh, and then Clyde, I've had a number of, of favorite Clydes. I think, um, one of my, one of my favorites to show was actually a mare that we bought at the 2015 World Clydesdale Show from Bob and Laura Gookin, uh that Nelson Schrock had there. And we bought her and used her in the lead and the swing and uh, just really liked her. She was just a nice horse to be around and super talented. And I always... It, the girls at the barn, my sister in particular, she always picks out her favorites by who's the nicest. And I pick out my favorite of who wins me the most classes, you know? So, um, but they got, they have to have that element that you just like being around them too. And I, I think she definitely had that for me. Yeah. No matter how nice they are, no matter how much they win you, if they kick you every time they yeah. shoot, you shoot them or clip them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they probably don't hit the favorite list. Yeah. So you I, still appreciate them. They're just not on the favorite list. Right. Right. So yeah, from to be my favorite, you have to have both. You have to be nice, uh, pretty to look at, and and win classes. So um, no, and then what the Pertrons, uh when we first bought that group from uh, Gordy Ruzica and and Zane Pickering, um, we bought a lead horse. His name was Homer, and we for I guess up until. Last summer, we used him in every six horse hitch from the beginning of the uh, Pertron deal. We he was never out of the six. He we used him in every class until uh, he hurt his knee, and we ended up losing him last fall. But yeah, he was just he was so consistent. He just he was pretty cool horse. So he's probably he's been my favorite up to this point. I would say. Yep, very cool horses. Yep. So I have a question for you that before we leave here, like we we haven't touched a whole lot on Bob yet. We could do two hours on him, but what what's Express Ranches? Yeah, so um, Bob has kind of a variety of different companies. The the main company that we would go out and promote on the road was Express Employment Professionals, and it's a, a staffing company. They kind of full service HR and staffing, uh, payroll and all of that. So, um, they have about 900 offices throughout, uh, North America. Um, and then express ranches is mostly the, 
um, the cattle side of things, we've got um, probably about four or five thousand uh, registered Angus, um, and so they're they're probably raising about two thousand calves a year, um, Angus calves, and then also started the last about the same time we got into the Pertrons, uh, they got into some Herefords and probably have about 500, 600 Herefords around the ranch as well. Um, so that's a big deal. They, they have about seven sales throughout the year at the ranch there. Um, but the ranch also includes a, a big uh, property out in New Mexico, which is all geared towards hunting. So they do elk and bear and mountain lion and anything that you can shoot, they shoot it out there. Um, and so that's express ranch and they, they probably have about 20 or 30 people that work around the ranch, whether it be calving or reproduction and, um, sales and marketing and all of that. It's pretty, pretty large operation. And he's got his own sale barn and has his own sales and everything like that. Right. Yep. Yep. Sale barn and yep. All of that, they do all the um, embryo flushing and, and you know, uh, collecting bulls. They've got, I don't even know how many bulls that they have right now that they collect, but they do all of that in-house. And so, yep, there's kind of people for every part of it, just like us, but on a larger scale. One of the things I always appreciated about Bob is his support of the youth not only in the draft horse industry, but in the, in the cattle side of it. And just in all walks, he just always is involved in scholarships. And a lot of the, a lot of the cattle and stuff that side, don't they get sold for um, FFA and 4-H and, and some of those things, Josh? Yeah, he has a, he, like you said, he does have a passion for the youth. I think he's got a good understanding that, you know, if you don't, support the youth and you're not gonna you're not supporting the longevity of the industry that you're that you're a part of so um in order to to keep that going you gotta you gotta help the youth and help them succeed um but part of that is he's got a scholarship program with the cattle end of it and i'm not exactly uh sure uh the details of how it works but i know if you buy it a heifer from him and show it at certain level of shows and county fairs and state fairs throughout the country, then you earn scholarship money depending on how you do with that, with that heifer. So that whole program is geared towards just uh, putting money back in the pockets of the kids, but then also promoting them to get out and show their animals and, and exhibit them. Josh, thanks a lot for getting on with us. Uh, You're just a real real role model for a lot of people. I know I looked up to you uh, for a long time, even though we're, you're only a couple <clears throat> years older than me, but I've always looked up to you and, and uh, just a great ambassador for our industry and, and what you've accomplished at express. And uh, from a personal, personal standpoint and, and a professional standpoint, you've just, done a fantastic job great interview too boy it was awesome not having to pull teeth to get uh get you talking so great. <laughs> well thanks for having me on yeah and, for sure. yeah yeah for, Sorry, for sure josh this has been great i tell you what i learned <laughs> learned a lot from you as far as managing and going on the road with you and helping at some shows and stuff it's always been a pleasure and uh just great to call you a good friend yeah well i appreciate it and you know, feelings likewise when whenever got to work with both of you throughout the years and and many other people, but you always learn from from people and, and especially your peers and so I appreciate you guys having me on and getting to share my story a little bit. Yep. All yeah, right, I, sounds good. I'm sure we'll have um you and Laura back on here soon to talk about the finals because obviously you're doing that again this year, so I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. Yep. Sounds good. Good luck the rest of the show season, Josh. Yeah, you guys too. Talk to you later.
The Smith family has been in the meat snack business since 1975. There are now four generations of Smiths working with Glenwood Snacks. Glenwood Beef Jerky is made with solid pieces of 100% premium beef and smoked with real wood smoke. Their jerky is in high protein, low in calories, and darn good to eat. Also, look out for new lines of meat sticks. Look for the Double S Belgians, the equine ambassadors of Glenwood Beef Jerky at a show near you. Browse our many flavors of 100% beef jerky, signature meat sticks, and snack bundles at glenwoodsnacks.com. Follow on Facebook, Instagram, or by calling 208-624-9851. Orders over $50 ship for free. Glenwood Snacks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you drop by a Reinhold Tack and Western Wear mailbag, podcast at naclassicseries.com. Once again, podcast at naclassicseries.com. Any questions or feedback you might have, we would love to hear from you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great week, and we'll see you down the road.